Do not turn off your device. A Pint of Cthulhu interrupts its regular broadcast to bring you an exciting playtest of a game live on Kickstarter the 8th of August 2023. From the minds of Action Fiction and Fable Factory, Cthulhu Dream, ran by a bag of snails from Action Fiction with music from Reed Reimer of Fable Factory. This podcast contains adult language and themes. Hello and welcome to Apart of Cthulhu. Today we have a very special playthrough of the Cthulhu Dreamt game coming out on Kickstarter in August 8th. And we also have one of the creators, a bag of snails here, who is actually going to run the game for us today. Snails, would you give a quick introduction to yourself and the game? Hi, I'm Bag of Snails. Uh, I am one of the writer, lead writers uh, and producer for Cthulhu Dreamt. Um, I've <laughs> that's pretty much all there really is to me um the game that we're going to be playing today is uh well the the situation is cthulhu dreamt uh like hmm, i'm sorry i wasn't prepared to introduce myself for some reason um <laughs> uh it's a survival horror uh mixed with cosmic horror uh ttrpg an original system um and we're going to be doing springfield nocturne today uh a short adventure um into the city of springfield okay well take us on this adventure good snails okay um so if you don't like uh in the chant we have twilight fundament uh that is kind of the beginning um background music for this particular adventure that we have ready to go um and i'll get us started springfield a nondescript Midwestern epicenter of life and activity in an otherwise barren rural landscape. The small city is several steps below bustling. Citizens of Springfield lead mundane, uneventful lives, shopping at Springfield Savers, working in one of the three buildings barely tall enough to be considered a skyscraper, or listening to the still-breathing corpse of the local radio station, Wren, the always bird of Springfield. Surrounded by miles of nothing on all sides, it's easy to feel isolated in Springfield. That kind of isolation has a strange way of bringing people together. The Aylesbury Apartments are your home, a rundown building as old as the city. Its glory days long past. Aylesbury is now just shy of a slum, complete with thin walls coated and coated in layers of cracked paint. The landlord special. Ancient air conditioning units hang from tiny single-pane windows like insect hives, with unseen swarms buzzing within. Well, usually buzzing anyway, but not on this particular day. The power is out. Again. You and your fellow tenants, all except for Ruth, the older woman who's been missing since last week, have gathered in the humid lobby growing warmer. That is growing warmer and more, um, with each moment. The sunset seeps through the glass of the electronically locked security door to the building, which now locks you in. The sleazy building owner, Sal, your landlord, is wrangling the increasingly frustrated mob to which you belong. He informs you all that the failing generator in the basement of the building has hacked up its last breath, and that his hands are tied until a repair team arrives. 
He neglects to mention the tiny backup generator which powers his office, the only source of air conditioning in the entire building. Do we want to go around the table and have everybody introduce themselves and who they're playing? Certainly. Who wants to start? Go on then. And I'm playing former army captain Lamar Franks, who literally just walked in from work, frizzled out, tie hanging loose from around his neck, unbuttoned dress shirt, showing a sweaty undershirt, but his slacks and dress shoes are in a fine condition for now. I am Francis Mickelson, otherwise known as Frankie Forenoon, the voice of Wren, Springfield's own local radio station, with my own morning show, Frankly with Frankie Forenoon. Catch it in your morning walk. Okay, so I'll jump in next. So, I'm playing Andy Morgan. Um, I'm essentially the chief engineer of the Wren station. Um, I live with Frankie, sadly. He's a bit of a pain in the ass, but oh well. Um... And I pretty much keep the place running, keep it, keep the keep the uh, audio on the airwaves, as they say. I'm playing Mark Spade. You see a man dressed in a trench coat, fedora, and a whiteboard marker stuck in your ear to look like you've just stepped into an, out of an old noir film. It looks like I've just done pot after pot of coffee, working endlessly. All right, does that just leave me? Well, me after you. Excellent. But go ahead, Cap. I'll go first. Right, so I'm Henson McSmith. Um, I am an EMT, and apparently I was just ready to go out tonight. I take myself out in the town, although I'm only wearing a hoodie and some jeans, so I'm not going anywhere classy. Um, I'm really pissed off about the fact that this room's very hot. And that's about it for me. I am Lieutenant Abigail Hupp. I am a veteran firefighter and a gym rat. Uh, I am just about had enough of this really hot and stuffy apartment. I, I deal with it usually at the gym, gotta get my sweat on, but no, I'm not gonna deal with it in my apartment. That's for sure. That sounds like everybody. Does anybody have anything they'd like to do or get retrieved from their apartments before we continue? Oh, what do we have on us already? It's on the character uh, sheet. Yeah, on your character sheet, there's an inventory on the left-hand side. Um, and that inventory will contain your carrying capacity as well. Excellent. So we've got our gear. So you're just asking us, do we want to go back and grab anything from the apartment? Yeah, um, before trying to deal with the situation. I think... Panky would be trying to grab, I don't know, like a drink or bottled water to take with him, given that it's boiling out. Aye, does um, does Henson have any drugs in his apartment? <laughs> he's like, he's an uh, EMT. Come on. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, no. Nothing, nothing fun or unfun in your apartment other than some over-the-counter medication. All right. Well, he's got his medicine already, so I, I guess he's not really interested in anything else. What's about uh, in Andy's room? Is there anything that might be of interest, like spanners, tools? Uh, yeah. Repair kits? There's some tools. There's some tools. Okay, but I'm gonna, can I, is there like a tool bag? Can I grab like a tool bag and put the tools in a tool bag? Then, yeah, I'd say that you could grab a tool bag. Oh, alright. Um, so, yeah, I've got, okay, so I'm 9 out of 11 on my carrying capacity already. 
Mm-hmm. We'll say so that a, a tool bag with some basic tools in it will just take up two. Uh, cool. On so just uh, on your character Sorry. sheet, or make a little note off to the side that you have a to- bag of basic tools, and then next to it, put a little two. Can I find anything in my apartment? Is there anything that would be useful other than... Because uh, the gear I've got written down I don't think is going to be very helpful for repairing an AC. Uh, unfortunately, uh, I don't think uh, Lamar Smith carries any, like... If, if you're looking for, like, repairing the generator, I don't think you have any tools that would be really useful for that. But you could get <laughs> a flashlight um, since the lights are out and the sun is starting to go down. It is starting to get dark. Right, I'll get a flashlight and uh, head down to the basement to find this generator. Okay, I'll, so you I'll want to try and find... Okay. I think, yeah, Does... so I've, I'm probably the best guy to fix this thing, so I've got a load of stuff on me that can do this. Okay. Does anybody um, else want to go down to the generator room, uh, or what? It, um, or did anybody else want to do anything beside going to the generator room? I wanted to grab a video camera from my gear and take it with us. Which takes me up to my carrying capacity. I think okay. Frankie's gonna go down to the generator as well, see if he can make a story about the power being out, even though it's happened so very often. Okay. Does Abigail have anything being as a like an, a, a firefighter? Um, does she have anything like tools wise herself, kind of thing that would also help, or like? Possibly a fireman's axe. I would say you probably have like a spare fireman's axe just in your apartment, um, but most of your your gear is probably at the station, um, so nothing super helpful here, unfortunately. Uh, but I would say that you could probably grab a fireman's axe if you wanted to. Oh, absolutely, gonna grab a fireman's axe. Okay, I think it's really interesting as well that I'm th- playing the buff lady, um, <laughs> considering we all started this as me playing Gertrude. So <laughs> this really fit. This really fits. I was really liking this once I got the I'm surprised Cap didn't take this option. There was an option of Mick on the name. You had to he had to do it. I know, he Actually, said Mick Smith. I, I was like, why didn't Mick Smith one His name's only Hinston Smith. <laughs> <laughs> it should be Mick Smith. Of course Absolutely. you did it yourself. Mick Smith. Um Lieutenant Abigail Hupp, aka Gertrude two I mean number three. Number three. <laughs> uh, I will say, while you're carrying the fire axe in your hands, it does not add to your carrying capacity. Uh, however, if you try and stow it, it does have a size of four. Because uh, okay. it is large and unwielding. So, just make a note of that. Um, if you, if you, you're currently holding it in your hands, so it's not an issue. But if you try and stow it later, it might become uh, something of a problem. Uh, so... The group of you make your way down into the basement. The lights are completely out and it is pitch black. However, um, despite some unsettling rustling in the pipes and some strange banging noises that can be heard, uh, you find the ancient generator off in one of the corners. Um, it looks like it's from the 70s. It's nothing nothing this, this millennia, if you will. Um, who wants to try and taking a crack at repairing it? I do. Um, yeah, I'm gonna walk up to this old thing and sort of just stare at it and um, brush my head and go, "Well, this is a POS." How much do these characters know each other? Well, I live with Frankie, so. So, Andy and Frankie know each other pretty well. You would have seen each other in the apartment building um, pretty regularly, I would imagine, kind of coming and going. Um, but I don't 
your acquaintances, if nothing else. Okay, so coming down as well, I obviously I'll see Andy. Andy, is it is Andy right? The fuck's yeah, wrong with this me. goddamn generator now? Uh, well, that's a good question. Um, can okay, so DM, can I inspect it to maybe get a clue what's wrong with it? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Why don't you go ahead and roll me a, uh, a d12 with a target number of five. Okay, I roll now. I got six. Awesome. So you know exactly what's wrong with it. Um, one of the, uh, one of the, the connecting, this is, this generator is like a rotary generator. So it, there's a lot of spinning pieces and one of the shafts has simply come loose. Um, so it's big and it's heavy, but it's fairly simple to fix. Um, okay. If you want to try, you could probably socket it back into place and get it running again. Okay, so I don't need to use any parts or anything that I've got on me, just so I can just do this just straight off the bat, straight away. Um, yeah, I'll say that it's it'll be an easier roll because you brought a bag of tools with you. Um, so go ahead and make me a, a roll with a target number of eight. Okay, I'll roll it out. Ah, four this time. Okay, so this is a great time to introduce uh, cooperative roles. Um, basically, anybody who's kind of helping in this situation however they want can expend points from their abilities to increase the number of the role. So how many people did we have down here? It's me and uh, me, me and Andy and Matt. I can't remember his character name. And uh, Frankie was Mark there with you. Okay. So this is a really heavy object, um, and you're trying to like kind of winch into place on your own. If everybody wanted to expend like a point from their strength, you could all easily get it up to the eight that you need, um, and then fix the generator. Alright. Or, or you know, you could just watch me fail, as everyone likes to do. <laughs> or you could watch him fail. That's also an opportunity. That's also a perfectly valid choice. I want my goddamn AC back on. Well, do you want to give us a hand here, buddy? Alright. Frankie's gonna watch two presumably quite burly men and just look at their little twig arms. Kind of like, you know when you obviously can't lift something, but you feel that you have to help? He'll crouch down and try and like, put some weight into it as well, but he's well, not about this? anyone. Lamar will see your twiggy arms and go, here, hold the flashlight for a second. Uh, of course, uh, no problem, sir. So that's one point for strength, right? Yes, if you if you so choose. Yeah, sure. And Mark Spade's gonna set his video camera down, but still leave it rolling just in case he captures something that he could use on his YouTube page later for laughs. And I also assist them with using one point. Okay. Yeah, Henson's right. just watching. Uh, Abigail is just kind of in the lobby still uh, with her fireman's axe because I don't think I've kind of specified that she went down with you guys. So I think she went up to get her fireman's axe and came back down and everybody was gone besides the people that were mad about the landlord. So <laughs> Everyone's mad at the landlord and you lobby. showed up with an axe. <laughs> yeah, I'm just here with an axe. She's probably very intimidated by looking over and just seeing me with this axe like <laughs> in the corner like... Mm. Get it sorted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so with the four of you working on it, you're able to get the generator uh, 
turbine working again. Um, it doesn't kick on immediately. You have to go and fiddle with some breaker boxes. Um, but in the uh, in the main building and down in the basement, you, the lights come on, um, and you can hear the whir of electricity thrumming um, the building to life and the <laughs> numerous air conditioning units throughout the building uh, begin their their kind of like buzzing noise. Um, the doors, which were electronically locked um, with these ancient kind of like heavy security doors that also look like they're from the 70s, are now unlocked. So the the crowd kind of visibly eases uh, in the lobby and you can see Sal, uh, Abigail, you'd be able to see that Sal is now uh, looking very frustrated um, and weirdly concerned that the power is back on. So, we've got... Abigail, was there anything that you wanted to take care of um, on your own upstairs? Um, I would say I would definitely... It, it, uh, were you saying that people were clearing out and it was basically just sale, uh, Sal looking very concerned that the power was back on from what you are saying? Yeah. Um, in fact, as people are trying to clear out and starting to head towards the door, Sal's actually blocking the exit and saying that they can't go out. Oh, Okay can I kind of step forward and kind of get through the crowd and not be like in the front of the crowd and like, you know, real close to Sal and go, well, darling, that don't seem real nice to keep us from, uh, from going outside. I don't think. Hey, listen, it's not, it's not safe outside right now. You don't really need to be going out there. Um, and I, the power could go out at any second, and you'd be trapped out of the apartments, and you don't, you don't really want that. So why doesn't everybody just go back to the rooms, enjoy their AC? Uh, well, let me say, as a firefighter, it is quite the fire hazard to keep someone in a box as compared to having an escape route. So I'm just going to have to say, this, ha- this building ain't up to code if we can't leave once the power goes out. If there's a fire that comes in and we can't leave, that's a that's a serious health that's a serious fire violation. I may have to call my fire chief. Listen, Abigail, I don't know why you're busting my balls today, but like I'm just telling you, you don't you don't really want to go out uh, side anyway. It's a hot everybody's everybody's apartments are air conditioned again. You don't need to be going outside, and he's very obstinately kind of blocking the way. The rest of you. Uh, now done in the basement if you would have you you would now be able to like come up into this scene as well yeah i think henson was just sort of curiously watching them at the stairs so he'll have already made up by now hmm. lamar will come up the hell's going on up here blocking the door what's going on well mr sal here decides to keep people from leaving even though the power's back on the fuck sal i was on my way out tonight come on move uh, uh, he's very, he, he's very like kind of like trying to block both the doors, but you can shove your way past him if you want. He's kind of got a little non-verbal. Yeah, Henson sat here scratching at his neck. He he wants to get out of the house. He just tries to push his way by. Can I potentially Ooh. use discipline to be able to like get this man to move? We can squeeze past. Well, I wouldn't even feel like that'd be an issue, too, considering there's a really burly woman in front of him with a fireman's axe. Would it really even... Oh, as you said, you can just squeeze on by. Would he, like... Could you roll is there anything, like, really easy-wise we could do? Like, I can give him a look 
and you just like move out of the way. <laughs> and yeah. Marcus providing commentary to his live YouTube feed saying, Oh my god, what are they gonna do? Are they gonna kill this person or are we just gonna walk by them? What's gonna happen next? Stay tuned, and then the camera shuts off. Okay. Hello, gamers! So- <laughs> Welcome to a live. This is Axe <laughs> Murder in the Lobby, part one. Let's fucking go! <laughs> Anybody who would like to try and intimidate Sal in a group can roll a d12. Um, I will say because you're in a group and because there's a fire axe in his, in his face, uh, the target number will be six. Okay. I will roll. I, I've kind of got a lot of dialogue into this one, so I'll go and roll if, it, if, if people would be fine with that. Because only one of us can roll. I think Matt already oh. did, but... If any one of us can draw, I can take that back. Or if it's a fail I mean, on your part, uh, no, an eight's but... pretty fine. An eight's fine. That roll, never yeah, mind. That works. But it's uh, like the eight. Yeah, an eight. An eight is a complete success. Um, as a group, you're kind of able to intimidate Sal out of the way. Um, he's he starts to put up a bit more of a fight, but your, your fire axe kind of glints in the sunlight a little bit, and he decides to think better of it. Um, let's see here. Uh, as you push open the door to leave, uh, you hear. Sal kind of shouting behind you as you push past him. He's imploring you to stop. Um, once the door is ajar, you hear the sound of far-off sirens. Glancing up and down the streets in either direction, you find not a single soul outside. Cars lay empty, doors hanging open in the middle of the street, some of them still running. Just below the cacophony of sirens, you can hear what sounds like a voice repeating some unclear message. Gradually, the voice becomes louder and louder, as does the great whirring sound of helo jet turbines. Overhead, a bright light bursts forth and floods your vision, and the source of the sound makes itself clear. A salient wealth helojet. You squint your eyes and manage the light, and the message repeats itself once more, now audible even over the roaring of the jets. Citizens of Springfield, we are evacuating the city. Please make your way to the safe house due east on the corner of Spring Street and Grant Avenue before lockdown in four hours. Each of you know that Salient Wealth is some kind of technology corporation and does a lot of public service work. There are some that think that Salient Wealth is hiding some big secret, but it's hard to argue with their contributions to the betterment of society. And right now, you don't seem to have the luxury of the choice. Right now, you each have a new goal that you can add to the goal section of your character sheet if you would like, called Find the Safe House. Actually, that brings me on to a question: How do you, how do you achieve goals, and what happens when you achieve goals? Uh, you achieve goals. Uh, <laughs> not to sound facetious, but by achieving them. So, if you have a goal of, um, bum, go to the grocery store, you would achieve it simply by going to the grocery store. Some goals are a little bit more esoteric. So, if it's like <laughs> expose the identity of the man who framed you, like you would just. Finding out who framed you for whatever your crime it is is how you would complete it. So in this case, um, the goal that we're all adding in, find the safe house, all you have to do is find it. That's great. Um, so, uh, carrying on with my question. So, my first goal was take the spotlight from Frankie. Did you I shouldn't have revealed that! Dude, it's a secret, you dumb fuck. You just jumped on me I just said something. Jesus Christ, the back of wolves. No, shut up and listen a second. Let me say my piece. Because I'm saying that... I made, I, I'm saying is, did I take the spotlight from Frankie when I did the repair job? Did... If... Um, so you're asking if you've completed your goal by you kind it. of upstaging Frankie. Yeah, um, while in, repairing in the, repair the AC. Job. Um, 
I call that a genuine question, Maggie Lights. Just jump on me like a pack of wolves. My man, like, oh. if, if your goal is to like, betray, murder, or steal something from someone, it's not well, a good yeah. idea to get in a room and be like, that. hey, you know God. what I want to do? I'm not that stupid. <laughs> I, would say, I would say that the spirit of this particular goal is likely more to do with um, upstaging uh, Frankie in a more public sense. Okay. So you stole the spotlight... Um, in the moment, but I don't know that that would necessarily be enough. You did it in front of four people, but you work at a radio station that has thousands of listeners. So, um, I would say for this, the purposes of this particular goal, I don't believe that you've quite accomplished it. Okay, see? Genuine questions. Genuine questions. <laughs> oh my god, Cartman. Oh, Etty Brute much. Anyway, looking at this... Jet Lamar's gonna say and what the hell they want now. They're done now, there's something ain't right about that. I really don't like the sound of those sirens. I would have thought I would have known about it considering I'm a lieutenant in the firefighting, not the fire brigade. Uh, you actually you are familiar with the location of the safe house um, it's a shipping warehouse for a local print shop and it's on the other side of town um, it's about two hours walk from your location um, it, you you know about it lieutenant uh, lieutenant Hub, because uh, it's part of like a network of of safe houses that the fire department has been made aware of um, and there's been flyers that have been put out so everybody's kind of at least vaguely aware of the the safe house and its direction from where you are now. Alright, excellent. Well, Henson, he doesn't say much here, but he is visibly annoyed that he's not getting to do what he wanted to do tonight, and I guess he just sort of starts stomping off in the direction of the safe house. Okay. I'd say Lieutenant Hub is um, probably trying to direct them, all of a sudden kind of taking charge, you know, like as a search and rescue person of like, all right, everybody follow me. And just starts kind of waving her hands in the direction of the safe house. Why are you so clean on getting over to that safe house? What are we safe from over there exactly? Well, I don't know, darling. It's just what they told us to do, and I get paid to do what I'm told to do. All right, let me just go get some bits from my apartment. That's not what we're told. You, you, hey, they said go to the safe house. I'm sure they got whatever you need in your apartment at the safe house. Let's go. Frankie's going to use this kind of exchange between the two of them to sort of dock off a little distance and get his camera out. See if he can see any indication of where trouble might be. Uh... Yeah, actually, as you've kind of, like, ducked out Frankie and are kind of, like, looking for, for an incident of trouble, you notice that Sal is coming out, trying to get ahead of the crowd, and has pulled out a knife. Uh, and he's yelling for people to get back into the building. He's gonna snap a quick picture of that and then all over. My good friends, we have, have a bit of a situation here, my guys! Wouldn't happen to be able to fight that knife with an axe or anything? Seems helpful. Well, I have close quarters weaponry training. Can I not go over with a... Go up behind him whilst maybe... Yeah, yeah. There we go. You got that big axe. Distract him from the front. I'll get him from the back. 
McFrapp, he's gonna. Wait, 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 are we considering a lot of noise murder? Call over to Sal, try and get his attention off the random crowd of people. I'm sorry, I've got to say, I've got to say the obvious thing here. But are we really contemplating, you know, killing this guy? Well, he's got a knife and he's yeah. threatening people, mama. Well, I want yeah, to that first mean we should kill establish the guy. whether or not we even see that he's there. Because, like, Matt, me and Matt are arguing, you know, and and, he, and Snail's already said that Soren Jay was the only one that saw. I would say this once happened so far. Once it was called out, once it was called out, it's very easy to see the man, like the large man with a knife, kind of like waving his, like trying at the head of the crowd, trying to like stop people from leaving. Okay. I mean, can't we just run for the safe house? I mean, like, uh, run. You can if you want. If that's what your character would do, do it. Yeah, okay. I was thinking that Henson's already stomping his way off. He's not going to want to, like, Sal stop him from getting down the street. So, I mean, Henson's just going to try and get past him anyway. Okay. I kind of want to know why Sal's trying to stop people. We're already all past him, right? I think we all made it, uh, as it was Snails established, we're all outside, but he's trying to prevent the other people of the building, correct? Am I wrong, Snails? Yeah, no, you guys were the first to push your ways out, so you are you are standing outside, and Sal is standing in the doorway, kind right, of blocking the rest of the In that case, Henson didn't see a thing. <laughs> he's, he's already gone. <laughs> Let me ask why he's trying to stop people. Why? You can... He's not in your way. Leave him. Not our problem. Yeah, well, I mean, if, I, if we've been told to go to a safe house, then everyone should be going to a safe house. Yeah, uh, but there's one thing. We're not telling people to go to a safe house. We've been told to go to the safe house. Let the guy in the chopper... Cartman, if you don't want to help him, help the people, yeah. you don't have to. You can go. We're helping Andy, them. I don't need your shit. Well, hey, Sal. The hell you think you're doing stopping people? Listen, you can't leave. Alright, you need to stay here where it's safe. Uh, and as he says safe, he flashes the knife in front, like, kind of, like, in front of his face. Uh, and I, I'm gonna take care of you. It's fine. Just need to stay here. That seems like a perfectly Can- reasonable plan, Mr. Guy with a knife. Uh, one question, though. What exactly are we being kept safe from? That's for me to know and you to find out. Doesn't matter. Just, you stay here. Um, yeah. Just get in the building or else. Sal, I'm gonna give you the count of five to drop that damn knife. Well, as this is going down, can Lieutenant Abigail sneak up behind and put him in a chokehold? You know what? Yeah. Because I feel like she would kind of... I mean, I've, I I really want to reference to Josh, because Josh has actually been an EMT before. Um, <laughs> with, with, but they would actually have this kind of uh, training of, like, I wouldn't say subduing people, but, you know, handling situations with people. I mean, EMTs and firefighters kind of have to deal with this, too. Am I right? Yes. Am I wrong, Josh? All the time. And there, yeah, and there so is would... specified training that you have to take both online and in hospitals or pre-sites to, to take down patients safely. Yeah, so I feel like she would know how to do this. She sells the knife, immediately knows this is getting bad, and wants to get behind him. And, and subdue him, you know, like put her, put him in a chokehold or whatever. So the TN uh, to subdue Sal from behind, I'll say is five. Um, okay. So go ahead and make a D12 roll. All right. Oh, that's an eight. Eight. That's a complete success. Um, yeah, you manage. So you're going, are you kind of coming back behind him for like a chokehold or tell me how you're grabbing him? Okay. So she's coming in behind, like, I guess 
Um, I, I'm trying to like mentally observe like the environment. Everybody, I guess we're all surrounding him in like a half circle because all the people are still in the building. We're the only ones that are out. And I assume while he's facing, you know, I guess on his left, I would assume, which is where everybody's talking. I'm coming in from the right, right out of his field of view, a perception. And then I just grab on my right arm and I swing it in front of his, um, his uh, in front of his throat, and then I put my other left arm behind it, the back of his neck, and just start slowly giving him a chokehold to make him pass out. So I, I just swing on in and, and do that, and and just kind of hold him in enough, and go, hold on, it's all right, darling. Take a take a deep breath, just relax. And then as she says that, he passes out. Awesome. Um, so you manage to get in behind him. You gr- you get the chokehold in, um, and as you're chokeholding him, you just hear him release like this kind of unearthly screeching noise uh, from his mouth before his eyes finally roll back into his head, um, and he drops the knife and Sal is incapacitated on the ground. But well, that ain't normal. Yeah, I've never. Uh, you know, I I hate to say that ain't the first person I've given a chokehold to, but. That's probably the first time I've heard a sound like that. I should have recorded that for my channel. Is it strange to say that I'm hard after seeing that? Well, I remind <laughs> you never to go near Andy again. Andy? <laughs> What's Andy doing? Oh, I don't even know your character. I thought you were Andy. No, There's too many of us, damn it. No, I'm Captain <laughs> There's too many names to remember. <laughs> uh, so Frankie's going to start going over all the distance and start inspecting the knife, maybe take a picture of it as well. Okay. If it's anything unusual. If it's a kitchen knife, he's not gonna... Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, Let's see, so who all is standing around the body at the moment? Yep. We all are, I think, right? Uh, No. Cartman and... Oh, oh yeah. Cap's character's gone. Yeah. Can we just call to Hanson and be like, Hanson! Here, Hanson! Here, boy! (laughs) Yeah, I've got to say, I mean, if they're shouting for Henson and he, there's this um, otherworldly scream just came from a person, I would say that's probably enough to distract him and get him curious enough to have a look back. Okay. Um, those of you who are standing immediately above the body, as you're kind of, like, looking at it and examining the knife, you watch as the mouth distends grossly, and you can hear the snapping of bone and jaw in his in this jaw as several large insect-like creatures begin pouring from the mouth the no- and the nose of Sal, and they begin to, like, reach out, screech, and leap towards you. I need everybody to roll a d12. Uh, target number is three. Ooh. I'm pretty far oh, away here, though. I still have to... Anyone got a can of raid? <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, I don't think that's quite strong enough. Uh, He's just saying that as they're crawling up his body. Like, anybody got raid? Please. (laughs) I need help. (laughs) Okay, did anybody roll below a three? I did. Okay. Um, You, uh, one of the creatures manages to latch onto your face and is trying to burrow its way into your nose. Oh, hell no. What? How big are these? Uh, these are probably like a little bit larger than cockroaches. Um, All right, I think um, oh, Henson's going to run pretty quickly grow. to that and run over and try to grab it. Yeah, so I mean, help the guy out, get the thing off his face. Yeah, Carmen, you did. Uh, I guess while they're do- no, 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 in the, the corner, it was who, with the who video was close to Carmen. Was... Oh, 
I stayed away from that shit. I just watched from afar. I mean, I have oh, a knife. Ask. Can I try and stab it? Stab your own face. Stab something that's on your, your face. face. <laughs> Bugs trying to go up my fucking nose. Yeah, damn right. I'm gonna try and stab it. Right, roll for right. it. I want to see this. If you fail, you stab your face. Come and shut so, up. You're not the DM. <laughs> I, I'm gonna have a a radio. I would assume. I know it's the same in my equipment. Um. But it is like my radio that's on the frequency for like you know search and rescue the firefighters and in the police and all that. Is that in my room? Um, I, ask this. I would I would say that that's part of your gear that's at the station um, that you don't have. Um, oh my god! Can I get this goddamn bug off my face? <laughs> yes. I, I just I just failed being a firefighter, not keeping my <laughs> radio. I'm uh, I'm the worst. So okay. if you want to try and right. if you want to try and like stab at the bug, uh, I'll say that that's a that's a, uh, let's see how would we classify this? That is that is a, a more difficult roll. So let's say it's a seven. If you can hit a seven or better, you can stab the bug off of your face. Alternatively, can somebody help me? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, Henson was running over. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I'm how far he Henson. was, how quick he can do this, because I think yeah. he would have reacted pretty sharply given he's... Yeah, it's it's clearly a struggle and it's happening very quickly. But I'll say that like, um, uh, there the people immediately around you are able to help you with this role. Um, so if you want to make the role, then more than one person will be able to uh, apply uh, attribute points to it uh, if you grant roll lower than a seven. Goddamn bug! Ooh, that's a Ooh. two. <laughs> uh, so I that's a problem. There's a thing called the aid action. Is that what this is, right? Uh, aid is an action in combat. Oh, okay, never mind. This is a cooperative role, so other people can actually add attribute points to his role. I do have close quarters weapons one and combat proficiency one. Would that give anything for that? Uh, I, you know, if you're trying to use a knife to like, if you're just reacting with a knife, I would say that yes. Um, my re- let's see, close quarters combat should uh reduce the target number by one. Uh, and what was the other thing that you said you had? Combat proficiency one. Um, what weapon is that with? Doesn't say weapon. Just says combat proficiency one. So yes. I'll say that that also counts. So the total, the target number is lowered by two. So instead of a seven, it's a five. So you only need to come up with three points in order to keep this bug from infecting, like getting into you or your nose and doing whatever kind of crazy infection stuff it might want to do in there. Which attribute we're looking to spend here for that? Um, and you can use whatever attribute you you want as long as you can explain to me how it it is effective. So like obviously a strong uh, like your strong attribute here would make the most sense. But if you can um, give me a good reason why say vigilance or cunning would work, uh, I think agile would maybe make more sense for Henson in this case, uh, given that he mm-hmm. was a wee bit far away. He needs to close the distance, and of course he's going to need to grab what looks to be legs and some sort of weird carapace off of a guy's face so he's going to need to be a bit more dexterous about that yeah absolutely uh, agile, uh, agile will 100% work uh, we just need two more points from people um, um, I think Frankie would be able to would he be able to use vigilance to like, react quickly to the bug jumping and trying to get at his face yeah you were observing very closely so I could see vigilance being an acceptable attribute to be spent all right, so one more, and that gets us to five. <laughs> Unlucky. Can I use a vigilant point as well for the perception and awareness? Yeah, absolutely. I'll throw one in there as well. Thank you. 
Okay, so that gets us to five. Oh, this is for um, Matt? Yeah. Oh, no, no, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Take my vigilant point back. <laughs> with, the help of, with the help of the group, uh, you you kind of slash at the bug, but aren't really quite able to... It's it's on your face, so you have to be careful, and you're not able to like get it quite right. Uh, but with the other people there, you're kind of able to collectively grab at its various legs that are sticking out. Um, and as a group, you're able to rip it out of your nose. Um, because you met the number this is a complication this is a success with a complication um which means that you're going to take one physical stress from having a large insect trying to like crawl into your nasal cavity and then be promptly ripped out uh i'm assuming you throw it on the ground and stomp on it oh hell yeah goddamn dirty bug ain't had that much shit up my nose since uh well the 80s watch your profanity (laughs) I think Frankie's going to look at the screwed up corpse on the ground, snap a quick pick, and start booking it away from all the bugs. Yeah, the other bugs, you'll notice, uh, have gone, have attacked the tenants. Um, and several of them, um, you, you notice through the, the, um, through the, in the commotion, the bugs manage to actually make their way into their noses. And now there are like several people kind of looking confused oh, and wondering shit. why Sal is on the ground. Oh hell no! Getting out of here. <laughs> I mean, Wait, what's your character name again, Matt? Uh, Are you Lamar. a Cajun from Louisiana? Captain Lamar Franks. Lamar, Lamar, let me check your face before you move. Jesus, calm down. All right, everyone, let's not freak out. Let's just maybe hope that they're not quite the way Sal was. Yeah, is there anything I can do for Lamar right now in his um in his face? Uh, you could make a, um, uh, you could make a heal check if you wanted to, like uh, using your heal your heal skill. Excellent. Lamar, set the fuck down and let me look at your face. Alright. Uh, given that this is not like a, that this wound, however, is not like a um anything super severe. I'll say that the. The TN is is a little bit lower. Um, let's see. Uh, it'll be a six to try and like undo like the see if you can do the, the da- undo the damage that was done by this creature. All right, excellent. Um, given that we're not in combat or anything like that, can that act as like a major action? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. In that case, it's six minus four, so that'd only be a two. Oh, absolutely. Just yeah. so don't roll a one. Excellent. Yeah, so major success. Yeah, I've had a look yeah. at your scratches. I mean, you're, like, you're fine. You're fine. Don't worry about it. Here's a, I don't know, a plaster or something. <laughs> in fact, I've got adhesive in my gear. Uh, here's a small bit of adhesive that'll keep you the wound, um, from getting dirty. You trying to get me high on solvent? Yeah, why not? Fuck it. <laughs> All right. Does that take off the current stress, or does it not? It does. You are now back uh-huh. to zero physical stress. Excellent, Grant. That was easy. Exactly. He's actually quite a good EMT. That's guy. Can we uh, book it over to the safe house? I don't want to fancy no bugs no more. Uh, I'm a little concerned at all these people that the bugs actually took over. What do you guys think? I mean, I would like a sample. Take one for you know show and tell. I lift up you... my boot with bug guts on it. Go there. You go. Take a goddamn sample. Let's get the hell out of here. Uh. Have to agree with the running. Uh the moment. I don't think we're quite... 
prepared to take on a bunch of uh, uh get um, up and let's zombies. go to the safe house come on yeah, while he's agreed. saying this Frankie is very much in a bathrobe and pajamas <laughs> unbrushed here I mean, we we don't know that. I mean, we're required to go to the safe house, and it's my job as a fireman to get these people to the safe house. Everyone, we need to go this way. That's where the, that's where they tell us to go. I don't know why Sal was stopping us, but we need to go this way. We need to go to the the safe house. He's stopping us because he had a goddamn bug up his nose. That's why. And I'm secretly recording all of this without anyone's knowledge. Just the cameras hanging by my side, just kind of. Swimming back and forth. Dude, dude, you are totally a streaker. He's carrying a camera <laughs> and a trench coat. He is like totally naked underneath that trench coat and he's like, oh, oh. he's totally putting that camera under these skirts. He's an upskirter. Come on. Ne- we all know that. Negative. <laughs> <laughs> so the um the the people seem confused and they're not really sure uh like what happened with Sal. Um at least some of them are, but they are kind of like respecting your authority and people have now begun to disperse outside of the building um, and are kind of forming their own groups and have begun moving in the direction of the safe house. All right, so we all just sort of moving down the street in that case. Well, hold on. Should we not stop the ones with the bugs in or are we just going to ignore that? I mean, did you really catch every single one of them that actually had a bug go in there? I don't know if there's one for every single one of them or or not, so what are you going to do to figure out which ones are which? Is there a way I could roll to see if I've noticed at least some of them? Um, yeah, you can go ahead and roll. This would be a challenging yeah. roll. Uh, I'm going to suggest that we need to get them to doctors. We need to get them to the safe house. We need to see a doctor. There's a bug in their face. Or maybe scanned, you know. Maybe they were gonna, they're going to scan us before entering the safe house. Yeah, I mean, there's only so much I can do. I've only got my basic med kit here. We need to get into the actual hospital. Got a knife. We're not going to cut their face open to get to a bug. What are you thinking? Come on. Well, Sal's dead on the floor after that bug crawled out of his goddamn mouth. Yeah, man, the point yeah, there. All the more reason to get them to Wait, a hospital as quick Sal as possible. Dead. Like, those bugs yes. could burst out their faces any time. We've got oh, to get God. them somewhere safe. Alright, so which ones did it crawl in? Uh, if you want to try and determine, uh, just from your memory as to, like, which ones, that'll be a challenging roll. Um, so the target number is going to be 11. Um, and that's because you were in the middle of having one of these things try and, like, uh, crawl into your own face and get it out before it, like, got into you. Yeah, and I was trying to heal him as well. What about so. me? Because I was standing off so by the side, so I would have seen the crowd. Wait a minute. You got your goddamn camera. Which one did it go in? That's a good point. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, wait. Wait, then. Yes, can we not... Uh, yeah, weird, creepy pedo dude over there with the trench coat. Could we look at your camera real fast? My my, my camera? Yeah, sure. Would you have been dude. able... Was it pointed towards those people over there? Could we possibly... Could you possibly have footage of those bugs going into specific people's noses? I think Just look at this video. Don't swipe to any other videos. It was pointed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. I, I really would not want to look at your history, just specifically this point. I mean, that that's entirely up to you. There ain't no telling how many just the skirts last 10 minutes. are 
are under upskirting are going to be. Yeah, just the last ten minutes, I, please. I, I, I was recording the body and and the the removal of the bug, but yeah, if you want to take a look at my footage, I'm sure you can go for it. Go, yeah. Would we have a way of doing? And then I show you like how to rewind like, the camera, and then hit yeah, play, yeah. and you see the footage of the bugs leaving the guy's mouth. Uh, yeah, what, what kind of role are we looking at, snails? Uh, no role. You have a camera. It was filmed. You can tell that the uh, the people you can. It, it takes a. It'll take a minute or two to like kind of pan back and forth because it's not like uh, a perfect shot of like uh, it going into each person's nose. But based on the clothing that they're wearing, you can kind of determine roughly who had um, which, like who had a bug attack them and potentially like uh, go inside of their nose. The problem that you've run into uh, is that during this conversation, the people that you've told to head to the safe house have dispersed. Um, yeah, so they're yeah. not really around you anymore. Okay, but well, we know their faces, right? So we could be able to identify them in the future. We know from their clothes. Can we see at least one right. of them, or any of them? Right, you well, see, disperse. We need to get to the safe house in order to warn the people there and get doctors to see these people. Good point. Yeah, maybe right. We should just go to the safe house. Or at least start making our way there. Yeah, that would make a good YouTube series uh, rescuing these people during this pandemic. Should we head to the safe yeah, house? I'm sure that's what's. I'm sure out. that's what's on your camera. Uh, I'm sorry. What'd you say? Should we keep? Should we head to the safe house whilst keeping an eye out? I think we should. I think it's going to be fireman lady first, and the, the yeah. others behind her. I think you'll well, find out Abigail's a woman. That's what I said. Well, as said fireman once. lady snails. Well, as Snail said, um, they've dispersed. Are any of them still visible? You said we know from their clothing. We could see the color of their clothes. Like, would uh, is anybody still visible? No. Like, or uh, is it just it's completely barren now? As if like they just blinked and are gone. It's it's we like looking at that camera. It's like you looked away and then you look back and they're gone. Um, oh dang. Okay. So all we have is the clothes to go on. We we wouldn't recognize anybody. You would recognize some of their faces. I mean, yeah, I, I would say that. Oh, okay. As long as if you see them again, you would recognize them. But, well, out of the way, I think we got to go. Like, if we want to find the people, if we want to be safe, we still got to go to the safe house either way. And uh, well, I'm sure you're great with that axe, and well, seem to want to fight them. I guess with a knife, maybe. We don't really have any ability <laughs> to oh, do wow, anything about knife. them. And didn't they say like, something about sailing wealth? Yeah, I think we need to... We'll, we'll, we'll head to the safe house, but we know who's got the bugs. So I yeah. think it's best that we keep an eye out, and, and just as and just as the EMT said, we need to uh, get them some medical attention as soon as possible. I'm, I'm sure we could do what we can, but... Uh, oh, Stabby Stab over there uh, is a freak case, so we were able to catch it as he was doing it, but those bugs are full on in their heads, so we need to get them some medical attention on our way. But we do need to make our way to the safe house. That is what they told us to do. Then let's head that way. Alright. Okay. Are you, uh, as you begin to travel to the safe house, are you going there quickly, or are you taking your time um, and going there slowly? Oh, I say uh, quickly, I want to run to the safe house. We spent enough time chatting about shit, we need to run. I feel like Abigail is not going to go fast because she is looking like through every alleyway and everything as she goes by to see if she sees the people 
Um, similar with Henson, I think that but he's he's looking out for um, drug stores, doctor surgeries, and hospitals on the way there. Frankie's going to be trying to find any like sign of a source for this or anything like that that would make a good story. I suppose I'll stand around and if anyone's looking shifty towards us, you know. Ah, you got that knife, haven't you? Put up a front. <laughs> Get my knife out. So I'm the only one who wants to run ahead and try to find a safe house first. You seem very uh, eager to get there. Well, yeah. What do you know about Salem Wharf? You know, safe house is uh, going to be safe, so it makes sense. Instead of, you know, what poking you around know and it? finding more bugs. Seem a little bit too eager to get there too soon. Well, now, Andy's always been kind of, you know, he's a solid guy, but none of neither of us are really the right type. He works engineering, I work the show. You know, we're not we're not looking to get a brawl. I could ask you the same question anyway. Why do you want a brawl around here and try to find these bugs? Why don't we just go to the safe house and be safe? Someone gotta keep these idiots in safe check. You want more bugs crawling up people's noses? That won't happen at oh, the safe house. Fighting is getting us fighting is fighting is getting us nowhere. They told us to go there, we need to go. Okay, so you head off at your unusual pace, um, not quite running uh, or anything like that, but maybe moving a little bit more quickly than some of you would like. Um, You come through an abandoned alleyway, um, and as you enter in, the smell hits you first. This was clearly some kind of... uh, illicit dealing was happening here. The smell of noxious chemicals lingers in the air, and there's broken glass vials and hypodermic syringes everywhere. It appears as though some kind of drug deal was happening here um, before something went down. Would I potentially know what the chemical smell is as an engineer? Like, oh, that's chlorine, or oh, that's methane. What do you think uh, an engineer a does? Call with like, oh, a we need like a Zoom call like with like a raise hand option. <laughs> we do, we do. <laughs> Always should mute common. My turn. It's my turn. Yeah, your turn. It's my turn. Well, I'm sorry, so, but all your charismatic, pe- you know, people around me just kind of shout me out. I need to. I need to say it's my you. turn. I'd rather don't get a turn. So nice. I have to just cry in the corner like always. <laughs> hey. That outburst aside. Sorry, snails. <laughs> okay. No, you're good. Cartman hates inform you of this, but engineers aren't chemists. They don't really, you know? i tell you what. Yeah, that's a whole different ball game. How yeah. about we are snails? Snails are engineers chemists in this game. No, uh, I would say that nothing here smells familiar to you as an engineer. You would have experience with certain chemical smells, like from like cleaning agents, um, and even like other types of uh, like putting wires together and solvents or not solvents, uh, adhesives. Uh, but none of those smell like what you're smelling here. This is this is more like, uh, for lack of a better way to describe it, this is more chemically, more hospitally even. Um, than what you're used to. Which is why I started talking, Cartman. Yeah, but if I don't ask and I don't know, <laughs> I've got to ask the questions before something happens, otherwise it's like, oh, too late, lost it all. Yeah, so re- rewind, rewind, uh, rewind. <laughs> Henson says he's going to rush ahead. <laughs> it's fine, just we'll yes. cut it out. 
So you rush ahead. What are you doing, Henson? Right. I'm looking into the corners of the alley. Well, I mean, corners, whatever. I'm looking in and behind stuff, looking for exactly what they what's there uh, in regards to the drugs that I can smell, and also to see if anybody that I, um, anybody anybody is there, anybody that I recognize. Yeah. Uh, so the alleyway is is empty, but you can absolutely investigate. Uh, go ahead and roll me a d12, uh, and your target number is four. Nine. Oh yeah, that is that is a complete success. Um, you are able to find two doses of medicine uh, and two doses of drugs. Um, you find one. Box. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> uh, you find one dose of uppers and one dose of downers. Mm, excellent. Uh, and I'm going to just go ahead and really quickly post in the Discord what those do. We call those uh, where I'm from wacky tobacco. Yeah, those go straight in his bag. Um, let's see here. And Is you know that you can use medicine. This is like what you found is like hospital grade medicine that you can use to uh, cure somebody's like physical stress uh, if they get injured. Do they have um, a manufacturer but, name on them? Uh, yeah. I can't tell you what that manufacturer's name is because I don't know any off the top of my head, but they are like prescription grade uh, me- medicine. Okay. All right, well, those go straight into his bag. And is there any way that you can tell or you can sort of surmise or guess what happened here? Um, from looking around with your investigation check, it seems like some people were waiting for a deal uh, to, to go down. And then the evacuation order going off uh, must have caused people to panic and kind of leave their stash behind. Uh, which makes sense, because if there was an illicit deal and then suddenly flashing lights were everywhere... Um, it might look like they were getting busted or raided. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, yeah, um, he pockets everything. Well, he sticks everything that he finds in his bag. Um, stands back up, motions everybody to come forward. So good, it's safe. There's nothing else here. Um, he's visibly annoyed. You might want to wash your hands after touching that. Don't worry, I'm not going to touch your face again. Okay. Uh, did anybody else want to try and get anything done inside of this alleyway, or do you want to continue moving on towards the safe house? Would I be able to use my perception and awareness to kind of look down the alleyways with the camera and see if there's any other incriminating evidence? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead and, go ahead and roll a, a, a d12, and your target <gasps> number is six. Two. Wah, wah. <laughs> uh, as far as you... This alleyway is pretty nondescript. Um, it could have been any alleyway. Uh, so, aside from the the broken, like the incriminating evidence is all over the floor, as it were. But there doesn't seem to be anything else. Um, With it being a drug, can I look around to see if there's any kind of weapons, perhaps discarded as they were running off? Yeah, absolutely. That'd be a six. Okay. I'm going to say Abigail is going to stop. Nope. Oh, 100%. No, like, if you find something, she is, like, she's... Wa- I'm going to say she is watching, like, a hawk before you even do this world. Okay. Oh, with a three, I don't find shit, I imagine. 
You're kind of wearying Abigail with his knife. So, yeah, she's pretty much watching Matt's character like a hawk. Okay. Uh, what did you see there? Not even a hint. So, there was just a chemically smell and some drugs, right? Yep, that was pretty much it. Alright, continuing on, uh, you exit the alleyway and you manage to make it down a couple more streets before you see several Jersey-style barriers are blocking the road. Um, uh, the road ahead, and flashing lights and sirens indicate the presence of edge troopers. Uh, the military arm of Selian Wealth. They're kind of a paramilitary presence um, that Selian Wealth occasionally deploys uh, to protect its assets overseas or to do kind of uh, the same job that the, the National Guard does in America. Um, the street is fully blocked off um, and several uniformed officers are setting up a complex looking object. Uh, the three troopers seem very preoccupied with their work, not paying much attention to the, their surroundings or their supplies. Um, and you can see that there are like uh, boxes of supplies nearby. Uh, as in addition to, you can see, um, like one of them has one of their weapons, just kind of like on the ground, leaning up against a thing while they're dealing with this big, heavy box uh, and complicated device. Typical salient wolf, always dropping the ball. Um, I have a question. How about one of us, can we um, like distract the guards while the other three of us loot them like crazy? Uh, volunteer, Andy, off you go. Okay, one then thing I first. can play that game. I don't mind um, what, distracting them. What kind of reputation do these guys have? Do their reputation be like super brutal or like they're actually helpful, you know? Um, their reputation ranges. Um, Salian Wealth does a lot of uh, humanitarian work throughout the world, so sometimes edge troopers can be seen like at natural disasters, um, like handing out supplies, but sometimes they're also guarding. They're also people, the people that guard like selling um, most interests. So occasionally you do hear like um, uh, stories of them being um, not so friendly to people who want to find out what salient wealth is doing. So their reputation is somewhat neutral to you. Um, so they're not just too like kind to reporters and stuff. They're not the biggest fan of reporters. Hmm. Might have to change change my ammo up a little bit here then to to get in. Well, um, are we still going for the distract them plan while we loot them? Andy, why don't you go over there and see if you can uh, sure. land a hand with that can big I, box? Uh, can I borrow his camera? I have a plan. You, you can explain so, your plan first. Mark. Well, well I wanted to ask um, would now obviously these are you know like security people for Salient Wealth um, would Henson and Abigail like recognize them are these like completely new now obviously they're not law enforcement they're security detail but would like we kind of know them because we're in you know their search and rescue kind of you know uh, vibe I'm and everything will we kind of know these these group here before we do anything or uh, no, unfortunately, you don't recognize anybody on this particular uh, like th these in this particular group. You don't recognize anyone. You don't actually do a lot of work with them, at least very often in the city. Occasionally, the uh, you might run across each other, but it's not enough to form any kind of relationship. Okay, so yeah, just like they said, with reputation wise, we don't really we're like neutral. We don't we 
we could really care less. Henson and I, Henson and, and Abigail could really care less about them. So I'm not right. too fan of these bastards. Yeah, but it sounds Andy. like it could be a good undercover story. I would just have to change my identity and hide the camera. I mean, why are we talking about stealing stuff when, I mean, we just need to go to the safe house. There's no reason for us to even bother this group. Don't know about that. I mean, there's no opportunity. What if they come after us even more? We want to be a bit to defend ourselves, don't we? Yeah, what I mean, the fuck, we guys? We just need to get there and tell them about the bugs. Come on. All right. Yeah. Andy. Lieutenant Abigail, well, Lieutenant, this is, I, I'm Lieutenant Abigail Hupp of Fire Station 6. Uh, what's, what's, uh, what's going on here, fellas? Uh, as you approach, you can see they're, they kind of stop what they're doing, um, and it's the three of them, like, kind of, like, with this huge box, and they're like, um, <laughs> you need to get to the safe house, we're just getting some equipment set up, uh, Lieutenant, uh, and they're still, like, kind of, you can see them it's it's like watching uh t- two guys it's like watching three guys trying to put like a big dresser or something up onto um uh like a stand but it's uh I sh- it's not it's, it's like watching people try and lift heavy furniture i should say would be a better description um it's the thing is very big it's awkward um and they seem to be fumbling with it they're not paying too much attention to you do y'all uh do y'all need help i mean i've got i've got some strong arms here yeah, uh, if you could give us a hand, that would be great. Can I, whilst this is happening, go and perhaps just grab a few bits and pieces, aka the gun? Okay. Um, so desperate, Rafi. <laughs> <laughs> well, not to so feel bad, I was thinking of using stealth and concealment as well to pick up a weapon. Okay. Well, I am kind of distracting. I'm not really, I guess, unintentionally distracting them. So, what do you what do you think, Snails? Um, yeah, you're distracting them. I'll allow um, a roll. Let's go ahead and have you roll first, um, Abigail, to help them get this this equipment back into like to where they're trying to get it to. Um, this is going to be an average roll with a difficulty of seven. Okay. Ooh. Uh, Anybody want to help? <laughs> That's a two. Yep. Um, Would Henson help me? Henson? Henson? I mean, I could walk up and give you a hand. Uh, I don't really want to spend four. Five. I mean, you don't have to. I mean, like, I, I could spend some, but I, you don't want to spend more than three yeah. at a time. That's quite a high spend. Can I try my luck yes. on a roll? If it's, uh... you know, yeah, I'll let you. I'll let you have. Uh, can I come in and, and have another roll too? Okay, so uh, still with target number seven. Yes, it is. Oh, I'll get a roll. Fuck! <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> oh my goodness! So we add them together, right? <laughs> well, we found where Josh's luck went. Yeah. So um... with. With the failure, the, the two of you there, luckily, you're able to keep the thing from breaking. But it does fall down off of the stand that they were trying to place it on. And you can see, um, as it kind of, like, crashes into the ground and crunches, uh, the officer's swearing. And you can see written on the, the side of the thing, uh, at- atmospheric rarefication device um, in big, bold letters. Mm. Atmospheric what? Um, uh, atmospheric recreational device, something like that. 
Not recreation. Yeah, I didn't think it was. But this is where they play volleyball. It's atmospheric <laughs> volleyball. That's what it is. Sorry, I could say it again. It's atmospheric rarefication device. Rarefication. Yeah, that's what I said. You said I thought you said recreation. Pretty sure you said recreation. Oh, I, said rare, I said I said recreation. I said. I mean, oh I can God. edit this in, but I will replay the clip of you saying recreation. Recreational device. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh my god, anyway, we're going to start here for a while. Okay, alright. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love that game. Can I roll to steal a gun? Yes, yes you can. This will be a difficult roll, um, so the target number is going to be a 10. Even with the distraction? Um, you know what, that's actually a really good point. I'll say the distraction knocks you down two points to an 8. Oh, oh my right on the money. goodness. Right an on the eight. money. Um, yeah. You know what, because they're distracted, I'm going to say this is a complete success. Um, so nobody sees that you managed to swipe one of their weapons and you retreat. You get, uh, go ahead and make a note that you got an edge blaster. Um, it has a uh, size of two. So you'll need to make sure you have enough room in your inventory for it if you want to like tuck it away into your bag. Yeah, I'm at three at the moment. What's the damage on that? Uh, the damage on that is 3d4. Dang. I'll stow it away and then perhaps uh, go over. Is that something that can be hidden, or will it show if you're walking around with it? No, it's it's about the size of a pistol, so you can easily stow it in your bag or into like your personal carrying capacity. So as long as it fits in your carrying capacity, you have it completely hidden. Oh, yeah. Okay, can I then go and potentially help put this thing on? Yeah, you know what? I'll allow you a roll, too, with the target number of... Uh, actually, you know, you've got three people there helping. Let's bring it down to a four. I'll just kind of walk over after stealing a typical edge soldier can't do shit right. Here you go. And it's an eight. <laughs> so you would have gotten it even if it was still seven. Nice. Yeah, with the the four of you working together, or I guess, uh, let's see, one, two, three, six of you working together, you managed to get the, uh, the atmospheric rarefication device onto the stand that it uh, was originally trying to get onto. The troopers thank you for this. Um... Uh, let's see here. I was going to ask while they're all thanking each other, would I be able to use stealth and concealment to obtain a weapon as well? Um, you could try, absolutely. And watch this scenario feel this thing. Uh, that would still, let's see, that would be <laughs> the same uh, target number of eight. Six. Go with a six. You're close. Would you like to expend a couple of points to try and get yourself to a success? Yes, I'll use uh, three of my vigilant points. I would use two. Use two. Two at a time. Choose two. Sorry, I'll choose three three or more. You get stress. (laughs) Okay. I'll choose two. So use two to get to an eight. Um. So you are unable... So you manage to sneak in, um, and unfortunately there are no other weapons. However, you do manage to steal a classified document. Um, Let's see. Uh, Can you go ahead and just uh, say something so I can see which one you are on the the screen for me? Yeah, I'm Josh. Okay, sorry, Josh. It's all right. There's way too many of us. (laughs) Classified documents... Yeah, I was still getting, what, was it 
Tukin and Josh confused by voice for like a solid few months. That means when you start calling, there can only be one American, Josh. <laughs> How are you getting those two mixed up? Tukin and Josh sound so different. I know, but I just heard like slightly deep voice and went, oh, same person. Once you hear the coughing from the weed, you know it's Josh. <laughs> and that could be Cartman then. That's also true. Hi. If you start confusing Cartman and Josh, yeah, then no. it's a serious issue. <laughs> it's like confusing yeah, a chihuahua and a bulldog. Okay, I received the ARD specification handout. Yeah, so you now have... Uh, you managed to steal some classified documentation. Um, unfortunately, there are no other weapons to be claimed. Okay, this just basically talks about the atmospheric rarefication device. Here to share with the glass? Maybe when we walk away from the troop. Oh, true. There. Yeah, I would like to yeah. tuck this away for now and then share with everybody once we uh, reconvene at a uh, at a safer location. Absolutely. Um, the troopers thank you for your help, um, and they kind of like motion you through the Jersey barriers. And they're like, "This is a shortcut. It'll get you to the to the safe house faster." Thank you for your help. In which you easily extricate yourself from the situation, and you're now that much closer to the safe house. Now, would they, I mean, considering their job of putting that thing up there is done, would they immediately go and start looking for their equipment? Or what, do we even notice what they're doing, or are they just, like, kind of sitting there, like, smoking a cigarette now that it's done or something? They're, the The device is in position, but you can see that there's still a number of tubes and hoses and, like, a power supply that need to be uh. attached, so they're still busy working on it. Um... So luckily, they don't seem to notice their missing supplies. Oh, okay. Never mind. All right, we just make our way towards the safe house, I would assume. Yeah, you are easily clearing away from them. Uh, Josh, are you going to talk to us about the document? Yeah, is there any way that we would be able to uh, pass the document around so that everyone could take a peek instead of uh, me reading the entire thing? Because it has a lot to deal with the ARD device uh, about it being a complex and brilliant machine as it is lethal. So I think everybody's going to want to take a look at this. And uh, this is something that I'm going to also capture on camera for documentation purposes and flip it to myself and say, if I go seen missing, it's because we look too far into this. Oh, that's a big old document. Snails, are you okay with reading that? Uh, yeah, I can read that out loud if you guys would like please all right uh much of the document has been rendered in, uh illegible ineligible it's unreadable from uh, illegible. Uh, thank you i don't know why i was having from other um stuff inside of the the bin where it was stored um but your the big things to note is that the atmospheric rarefication device or ard is a complex machine as brilliant as it is lethal it should be handled with caution at all times. The ARD consists of an internal weighted turbine, which spins at supersonic speeds, funneling air downward into a Prandt-Mandel expansion angle. The effect is an extremely powerful siphoning force, which forces air through its internal chambers, liquefying the oxygen in the air to be stored in a cryogenic storage duar for the purposes of redacted, and outflowing nitrogen and other gases back into the atmosphere. 
The result of proper operation of the ARD is a massively decreased oxygen content of air within a 13-mile radius and lowered atmospheric density. The deployment of several ARDs can effectively cover a redacted amount of space, snuffing out any oxygen-breathing life without significantly depressurizing the atmosphere. Over the course of Operation Redacted, several ARDs will be deployed throughout Springfield at predetermined locations, see Section F, Subsection C, at 0100 hours. The devices will be activated in unison, sucking the oxygen from the air within the city, rendering it inhospitable to citizens outside of Salienwell safe houses, infected or otherwise. During operation, ARDs create hurricane-force winds, which are dangerous to human life. In order to prevent ingestion into the ARD, which is always fatal, personnel must stand an in excess of 100 yards away from an active ARD, regardless of PPE. Respirators and oxygen tanks are mandatory PPE for any salient wealth personnel operating within the siphon zone of an ARD. At 0700 hours, Edge Troopers detachments D through J will canvas the city and eliminate any remaining infected. Once Operation Redacted has concluded, uninfected citizens will return to their homes, and amnesiacs will be applied as appropriate for all survivors. IO will handle family members of the deceased. Information control is paramount in this operation. Secrecy, caution, and attention to detail are all... And it's kind of like crumpled up and ruined from there. Um, and then finally, you do see like um, within like the note, uh, emergency response plan. In the event of an emergency requiring any salient wealth personnel to evacuate a safe house location, each safe house location has been staged adjacent to or near a firehouse. Salient wealth personnel are permitted to commandeer emergency responder equipment, which can be found at these firehouses, namely respirators and oxygen tanks, to safely navigate the city. Do not approach a, do not approach an active ARD even with a respirator. The force winds generated by the supersonic turbine are powerful enough to redact it. Cool. So. I've still got my camera on me. I'm going to take a picture of that and start scribbling down notes about the machine, about the fact we saw the soldiers from that company handling it. They dropped it and then picked it back up again, which doesn't seem in fitting with a handle but gear thing. I'm going to write down a quick description of the bugs, what we saw, the guy with the knife, and uh, then I'm going to take the page with that and the photo, take a photo of that and tuck that photo into like the seam of my, like into like the seam of the bathrobe I'm wearing. So I have a copy of it that's sort of at least a little bit hidden. Can I lean over to Abigail and be like, they're going to be raiding your uh, firehouses. Don't know how you feel about that, but uh, typical Salem off stealing shit from everybody. Well, well, maybe we should get there first, and maybe, you know, use it- Andy, I wasn't goddamn talking to you, I was talking about Abigail. Shut the fuck up. Oh, Andy's gonna take now, that- first things first. <laughs> well, first things first, your language, Jesus, that's just uh, downright awful. Second, they ain't taking anything from Firehouse 6. I can guarantee it. I will personally- specify that. I don't really like the sound of them deploying these ARDs and I have half a mind to go back there and tear that one down uh, that we just put up but we need to get back to this fire, this safe house because from what it sounds like if people didn't make it to the safe house they'll die and I really don't like 
innocents dying, especially considering infected, quote-unquote, infected with what? Those bugs? We don't even know anything. We just know infected. What's their definition of infected? Just being outside? I really don't like this. I really want to find out more. I think we're missing the point here. Those bastards knew about these bugs quite clearly enough to, with enough time to build these machines. It's entirely possible those bugs were created by them, but I don't see what we can do about it. We do need to get to a safe house. They seems that well, I don't think they'd lie about them being safe in their own documents. Well, after, as I said, after, we don't maybe. even know if the bug we don't even know if the bugs are what they're talking about. I, I reckon they it, it seems like they are. I, I can't possibly see any way it could be anything else. I mean, I mean they says on the document here, remaining infected. Yeah, they ain't talking, I mean, they ain't talking about infected. chicken pox, that's for sure. Yeah, true. But We definitely gotta sure see what bugs? these guys are up to. It's definitely something worth looking into saving possibly hundreds of thousands of people, if not millions. Absolutely. We're I gonna agree. need oxygen. completely. We're gonna need oxygen for this. If we uh, read this document correctly, it's gonna suck the air out of the city. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on a minute. If we, if we stop this, those bugs go unchecked. I mean, this seems like, yeah, it's not great that they're doing this. Yeah, if anyone gets caught out, they'll die, and that would be great to prevent. But if we stop these machines going off, we break them, we tear them down, we prevent their use in any way, it seems like that bug thing is just going to keep spreading and spreading. I mean, have you guys got a plan for what there? to do? We've only know. seen about 30. There could be a thousand. There could be a thousand bugs out there. That's a lot of people. Yeah, infected a thousand, but there could be 50 to 100,000 people that are not in safe houses. Would you sacrifice the 50 to 100,000 people just to kill a thousand bugs? Nope. I'll go down the fire station and nick their equipment. It says here on this good old document here that... Well, all I'm saying is that we need a plan for what we're going to do. It can't just be, oh, destroy stuff like what are we gonna do about all of this oh we can't destroy the generators and the bugs will, will destroy the world i i agree i i agree that we do need i agree with andy that we do need to figure out the bug situation but i don't like sailing will saying that just eliminating everybody in the city is the answer well there's got to be a better way there's got to be an insecticide or something that can kill these bugs without killing the people or if we get down to the point of hate to say it killing the people like sal did back there that's still just a thousand people dead instead of 50 to a hundred thousand that you might find well we don't i mean we don't know took all the air out infected remember he had the bugs in them we have no idea how many bugs there are and we do know that they spread the amount of people the amount of the amount of people that are outside when this thing goes off is limited. Whatever it is, it's going to be that number. The amount of people that can get affected by those bugs is just going to keep growing and growing and growing. Let's get to the safe house all and see if we could find anyone there that might have a little bit more information on all of this. That's a great idea. Yeah, we need you to know. Maybe more. we should swing by the fire station first and get the respirators and the oxygen tanks so that we, are, as in our group of Fantastic Adventurers, can solve this plan. With plenty of oxygen and and PPE I, I, and protection. 
I hate to agree with him, but I actually do, and, and I know I told us to get to the safe houses, but considering the safe houses are run by those people that find it okay to just kill thousands of people regardless if they're infected, and also, just to stand a point, we don't know if those bugs are oxygen breathing. We don't know if they need oxygen to survive, we just know that it kills us, not them. So who knows, it may kill everybody that's infected, those bugs just come crawling out of the corpses and go on and infect other people. Uh, we don't know this, so, but we do know that if we need to find out, we can't be stuck in the safe house. I think, I think I hate to agree with him. We need to go get, I, I do have a key to the safe house. I, I mean, to the fire station. We should stop by my fire station and go get suited up. Snails, just quickly, with my background, would I know anything about these safe houses or anything at all? Um, with your background, you would know that um, that these there's probably something a little bit more going on. Like these safe houses, um, Saline Wealth has them in several cities um, throughout the country. Um, so they'll it'll likely be that like when you get there, there'll be a lot of edge troopers. Um, there'll be a lot of like administrative people there. Once you're in, you're probably going to be stuck there. They're not going to want to let you back out. And whatever plans that they have um, would be enacted while you're in the safe house. That's what you would know with your with your history. I'll pass that on to the group so everyone else knows. But I imagine I'd pass it off as a way of it being as if it was common knowledge. Okay, I'm going to reply to that and say, do you really want to be under the control of the ARD? Their injustice, their... Um, unsafe ideas they're not called the ARD <laughs> that's the name of the device you know what I meant people sailing well. that's the one sailing well see the mass so. okay first thing though I wanted to ask because it said on there at 700 hours they're going to um, clear out so I assume that's after the ARD is shut off they're going to come in and clear everything and then we're allowed to go back from what the specification report says so if that being the case what time is it now and we'll be able to figure out what time the ARDs are going to go off how much time we have right so thinking back uh, like looking at your watches you would have about an hour before the ARDs are set to go off oh great <laughs> So it's six Ooh, in the morning. Boy. And obviously, I know the town. Would I even kind of know how far walking distance I currently am from my firehouse and the safe house kind of thing? Uh, fortunately for you, your safe house, uh, the safe house that you are being directed to is right next to your firehouse. Uh, That's a win-win if I ever heard one. You ever remember that our Sorry. oxygen is limited by the amount that they carry in the tanks? So it's not like it lasts for hours. Uh, they mentioned also that they had multiple devices like this. So we can shut that one off in an hour. Do we want to shut the other them ones? off, though? Do we, do we want I don't think we do should. We I think we need that. to let them do their job. Uh, I mean... Uh, we just don't know how many people are very conflicted. All I know is that us five people right here, right now, we're good. We're clean. We need to protect ourselves, cover our faces, and just hide it out. There's six of us, but I'm in. 
God damn it, everything I say, guys, really. Can we get a car? I mean, there's plenty of cars lying around. Do any of you own a goddamn car? I mean, if we did, wouldn't we have driven it? I mean, um, with some of the questions some of the group are asking, I doubt that very much. Can I try the hotwire a car? Do I get a roll chance on that? I've got tools, so I've got like stuff I can do it with. Uh, you'd have to find a car first. There aren't any on this particular street near you. Oh, that's answered that question. Did it mention how many devices in that document? Seven, didn't it? Okay. I don't know that we'd reasonably be able to be like, yeah, seven devices with armed guards. Let's take them out inside an hour. <laughs> I don't know if that's something... Yeah, I think we should probably just get oxygen and maybe not go to the safe house. The idea of having an amnesiance dropped into me. That's well, not a fun idea. Well, I will say this. I'm not coming from me as a lieutenant. This is just random stuff coming from the wind. I don't know anything, but these might work on a network. We don't know. If we take one out, it may postpone the activation of the other six. We don't know this, though. So what if seems like what you say, or imply, or what seems like a good plan to me is we grab the oxygen tanks from your fire station. We don't go to the safe house. We take out the one machine we know where, and then we bunker down somewhere. Because remember, hurricane winds and no joke. And they might be looking for survivors. They said they're going to go find anyone still alive and, you know, get them. Well, we don't... We don't have enough oxygen to really just hunker down. If it's an hour, and let's say these go off here pretty soon, in about an hour. Uh, wait, uh, I'm sorry, snails. What time is it now? We have an hour till seven to will the because it says like they're going in to clear everything yeah. out. So I assume so that's this out. after the thing goes off. So how long is the thing's going to go off and then shut off? They go clear everything out and we go back. So what time is it currently? So right now it's midnight because at 1am the devices will activate in unison, says the document. Uh, yes. So it is, it is midnight. Uh, it is now midnight. Uh, the sun, it is full dark. And then in about an hour, the devices will go off. And then you have, um, about, like, like you said, about six, seven hours before they, the troopers begin to do like a full sweep. Okay. Yeah, we don't we don't have enough oxygen to last the six to seven hours. You'd, I mean, usually six hours when they had to go out, but I mean, we'd have to wait a bit until they're done and then come out. So I mean, it'd be seven eight hours. We'd need oxygen. I, we we don't have that kind of oxygen. That's not what our oxygen tanks are meant to be on for that long. Just go into a you know, burning building and come maybe out. Steal some more oxygen from the hospital, maybe. They must have had a goddamn plan to be able to stay outside the entire time if we just go and get the oxygen, go and find one of the teams, they will probably have enough to survive. Which the hard part that I have finding about that is that this document does say that they have full authority, uh, I guess, Salin itself <clears throat> dictated the authority to go and steal our equipment. So we also got to gotta think, is there even equipment left in my firehouse which ooh, grinds my gears let me tell you um, to even think they stole my stuff but they've made it clear in here they have 
they fully intend to go into my firehouse and take my equipment so is there even oxygen left in there so i would hate to say a public place like a hospital would probably also be out of oxygen i don't want to be pessimistic here but we need to think of every option it, I'm sorry uh, I think it's possible, but if you're saying, I assume you know your equipment very well, you seem quite the uh, upstanding officer, uh, but if there ain't enough oxygen in there, they possibly run out their own supply. Maybe that's a backup plan. If their stuff gets busted, they go in for yours. I would hope, you rem- I would hope you're right. You do remember that in the... Uh, in the salient wealth documentation, it did say that like taking from the emergency responding units was an, was like a backup emergency plan. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, uh, well, I would say this considering my firehouse, I know where the saline well safe house is. And sadly it is right next to my firehouse. So there may be armed edge guards or outside that safe house that, you know, we wouldn't be able to just walk into my firehouse without them noticing so if we're we get to figure out what we're gonna do if we need to go to my firehouse which i do have a key for it should be an issue but if we just walk in and walk out with equipment they may notice so we need a plan their back door or something that's not facing the street the uh, safe house is on hmm. well i i know the garage we do have a garage in the back um, but hey, I don't really know if that might work. I, you know, I just don't know. I don't know. Uh, we might try it, but I hate to say it ain't going to be quiet. Um, we have the main garage, obviously, with the units themselves. Um, tax should be able to, you know, respond to units, but we, and then all our equipment is in the lockers by that, you know, by our, by our big by big fire trucks, you know, but to go in the back, we'd we make a lot of noise. So I, I don't know. It would be easier. I agree. We may be going through the back, but it would probably take more time. We only got an hour to work with, guys. Why don't we go steal one of your fire trucks and run one of those bastards over? Now, if we were talking about being stealthy, that's the exact opposite. I'm just going to let you know. That's not even... That's like throwing stealth out the window. Look, I'm happy to chat about this all day, but all I want to get is that PPE from your fire department. I mean, we can sit here and yabber about it, or we can, you know, go and do it before we run out of time. I mean, yeah, they've well. got guns. We may have, like, what, one gun? I don't think I didn't notice you taking that, creepy fella. But you've got to... We've only got one gun. They've got several. I, I feel that you're worrying about something that you don't need to know about. I think we just need to go down there and have a look. I mean, as I said, we're not doing anything standing here talking. We need to carry on walking. I hate to say it, but Andy's got a point. Again. All right. You know what? That's my Let's best go. bud coming up with the best ideas. Let's, let's go down. So we're going to head down to the fire station. Yep, I would assume we'd go basically the safe house fire station way. Okay. Um, you, tr- it's not very far um, to the, the, the firehouse. It only takes you about another 10, 15 minutes to get there. Um, it is, however, right across the street from the safe house. So as you're kind of approaching, you can see that you, um, that the warehouse building has been completely, that has been used as a safe house, has been completely covered 
um, in plastic, uh, forming an airtight seal over the entrance and the entirety of the building. Um, there is a long decontamination tent that stands in front of the the two double doors that go into the building, and you can see a kind of like crowd of people being funneled into um, the Salient Wealth Safe House. Um, in and amongst them, you see like a couple of edge troopers with batons, um, or I should say wands, that they wave in front of people's faces, um, and they get sorted into one of two groups, um, and are kind of like split up. Uh, as they enter the safe house. The fire station here, you, the back door, um, is in line of sight of the edge troopers, but it is far enough away that you could theoretically sneak into it. You actually have the key to the back door, Abigail, because this is your fire department, or your fire station. So you could theoretically sneak into this building out of sight of the edge troopers. Okay. Well, as I said, I got a key, but it looks like we're going to need to sneak in, so what? what's the plan? I'm not real stealthy. Snells, what year is this set in again? This is near future, so it's maybe ten years in the future. What the hell are you still doing with keys? Don't you have fobs, electronic ways to get in? Yeah, how about you shut your damn mouth, all right? I mean, hey, we don't all have this fancy fobs, say, all right? Just letting you know. Here. We're government funded, damn it. This is a state, re- this is just state regulation. I think we just go for it. I mean, those guys are pretty busy uh, herding those people into that safe house down there. Yes, quickly. Can we look at that camera again? Yeah, here. Yeah. I basically want to see if um, any of the people that are being separated off are the ones that we've noticed on the camera. Yeah, you've got a good point, actually. I'd like to see that, too. Here you go. Hands over my camera. Yeah, actually, that is a good point. Good job, Matt. Yeah, actually, um, you have the camera doing like a quick look um, at, like, kind of using it to zoom in on the crowd. You do see one of the people who was with your group um, that did get a bug up their nose get separated off from into a separate line of individuals um, that go into the safe house. It looks like there's the main entrance has been turned into two separate entrances, and so you could surmise that it would seem that the infected, quote-unquote, are being sent off to their own location in the safe house and the clean people are being sent to their a separate location within the warehouse. Mm-hmm. Sounds like what we'd kill. Mm, mysterious. Mm. Yeah. I'll pass this on. I don't know about y'all, but I can do it myself. I don't know, but I'm really curious to what they're doing with those people with the bugs. Well, I'm not uh, all that curious. I'm pretty sure they're killing them. Uh, uh, quite like to avoid I that. Mean, we can surmise, but maybe they're maybe they're curing them. We don't know. I'll tell you, you what, know, Abigail. How about you give me your key and you go and find out for us? They have machines set up to kill any infected they find. They're not curing them. Yeah, I think I want me one of them sticks they got. Oh, I mean, if they're willing to just kill everybody out here, I agree with you. I 100% agree with you that they'd be willing to kill them, but if they were to go as far as to putting really death-bringing machines out in the middle of the street, um, they would have just shot these people with the bugs right nah. off the get-go. They're, wait- they're trying not to make the people panic. It's a thing, you know? They yeah. try to keep the, folks co- the clean folks calm. You don't want to be shooting people in front of others, even if they are infected or not. It'll cause a panic. It'll also inform the bugs that they know. 
This does, however, raise the question, are the bugs psychically linked or some shit like that? Because if, if they are, and they notice they're being segregated off, then their whole plan is fucked. But if they're not, well, they are just individual bugs. Yeah, and I kind of I agree with Abigail here, it. because even if they are killing them in there, we don't know how they're doing it, and we don't know what they're doing with the bugs. Okay. Maybe so if, bugs. Maybe if one group wants to go try and, I don't know, talk to the guards or whatever you'd be doing to try and find out that, and one group tries to use their, that distraction to get into the firehouse. I wouldn't want to talk to the guards because the guards here, are, it's pretty much going to be get in the safe house and we'll shoot you kind of chat. Yeah, I think that's just a way to die, but if you guys want to do it. um. Well, I'll tell you what, what it, what it seems like will be a good choice. Oh, I, I hate to do this. So I reach over and I hand my key to Henson. Because I know I would assume I would know Henson as an EMT, even though, you know, he's got a, uh, they've got a, uh, you know, a, a, a checkered past, being adrenaline junkie and everything. And I said, I will distract the guards if someone could go I don't think we can talk to them and there's no way they're going to let us in to where those people those bugs are That's uh, I will distract them that's a mighty sacrifice and... there Abigail but might I add that the guards are already quite distracted with the uh, inmates I think we have a pretty fair yeah. chance to go for the door and getting into the firehouse all of us just yeah, just go, you run over there well, and jump in it'll be two seconds I got well an idea I'm going to just I'm gonna distract because I need. We really need to know what they're doing. I with those don't bugs. think we need to distract. They're already distracted. They're not doing no. it. But like the distraction is a secondary benefit. They want to know what's going on. They want to investigate. So they're investigating. That's also going to distract. Yeah, my distraction will help it to where people can get a group can get into the firehouse and a group can go and mm. figure out what's going on with the bugs. I still think that's unnecessary. I still think we'll make the safe house without the distraction. Well, then you're obviously going to be in the safe house group. I mean, the firehouse group. So, who's gonna, yeah. who's going for the bugs? If anybody's uh, going to go for the bugs? Abigail, I got an idea here, just quickly. You're basically going to go walk up and talk to him, right? That That's going to get you just sorted into the right group. Well, no. If I do that, then they will... I got to bring people... Because obviously they're doing two groups and they got a bunch of guards... They're not going to distract him if there's one random person in the guard. I'm going to have to make a ruckus. Oh, I've got a bit, I got an idea that might be a little bit less dangerous, or two, rather. One, you could tell him that the folks up there have had real bad trouble, the ones we saw setting stuff up. Hope they haven't radioed in. Two, a fun thing you could do would be say, oh, yeah, this is the safe house, right? Just making sure, just checking. I know a group of people that are up in this apartment. I'm going to go back and get them. And then I'll come back with them. Now that I know it's absolutely fine here, so maybe they let you go. Because yeah. I think if you try and fight them, you're gonna get shot. Yeah. That. Well, that's the problem. Um, it, either of those scenarios, they're only gonna send one guard. Yeah. I gotta get all the guards. I gotta get all the guards' attention. Which and why? Sadly, best. Second. Why don't go you ahead. set the fire truck off? basically then have them come over one of you lot if you really want to go in there and go in with the bugs they're not gonna let you in if they're goddamn watching the doors you need them all to be watching the distraction I like this plan 
that's really smart. So tell you what, those fire trucks have thousand, a few thousand gallons of water in them. Not a terrible amount. That's why we usually hook them up to fire hydrants, but just enough. I wouldn't say several thousand, a few hundred gallons of water in them. Uh, I think it's enough that if if we were to sneak into the firehouse, one of you guys help me. One of you guys drive the fire truck. I could, as we get out, I spray the guards with that fire hose, get their attention. They run after us while we're driving away in the fire truck, real slow, enough that they can catch us on feet, but you know, also stay at a distance. And once we do that, Group B, go figure out what's going on with bugs. That way, everybody's safe. What do you think? Um, sure, but where do you keep the oxygen suit? Because do you keep them in the fire truck, or are they in a separate room? Fine. Whereabouts is shit, Captain? Uh, you'd know that all of the equipment is kept kind of in the main garage bay. Um, near the fire truck, it's all stationed and, like, near, okay. nearby and ready to so go. We could just run in there, chuck the stuff into the fire truck, and just get it, just do it. What I'm saying is, because, hmm. like, we got to obviously get the gear on us, that's going to take us a minute. Or we just chuck it all, like, there's in the, the oxygen suits, just chuck, chuck it into the fire truck, and then we can just drive out garage and just carry on well the problem with that is the fire truck is obviously a giant red target so if we have a bunch of equipment I mean we're going to be on their radar the second we drive out of the garage in a fire truck we have little smaller vehicles obviously that the that the chief and everybody use you know, we got a little Jeep Cherokee in there and everything that they use to just pull up and examine situations. Stuff like that that I would suggest you guys use. But if for the distraction purposes, that's why I offer the fire truck. Fire truck would be, you know, we could drive by, spray them, get them angry at us, have them chase at us, shoot at us, so, so forth and whatever. And we drive off and they chase us and the group B can completely be... You know, I, I hate to cut in here, but what is like what is the real point of us going in there and like into the bug building where there's sort of stuff? like what we there's nothing we gain from doing that, right? Well, I think. Am I crazy? I think we just run for the fire like, again. One, they're probably just depriving them of oxygen in some kind of room that like we already know that is what kills them. Two, it's a high risk thing, and three, even if we find out what they're doing, it's not gonna help us any. Not that I know. Oh, no. I agree. With you that. know what? You're you're exactly right. So you know what? I'm just gonna go up into the safe house and just sit down and relax. How's that no. sound? Why? I mean, I'm not saying that. With, I mean, if we're fine with everything that they're doing with the bugs, then that's okay. We'll just go sit and relax. Let them kill everybody. No, in the town just and be what done. are you hoping will happen when you go in? Like what? What do you hope learn will happen? More. We're About learn what? More. You're a fire chief, right? What the hell do I'm a lieutenant. lieutenant. Alright, whatever. What the hell do you care what they're doing? You put out These fires. These are my people. These are my people. Springfield. You rescue cats people. out of trees. What the hell do you care what they do with bugs? Like, are you, are you planning to go in there and stop them from killing the affected ones? Are you planning on. Are you saying All like, what, we what know you, is you we have a document. We only have this document. We don't know anything else. 
Are you just fine with if you're? That's why I'm trying to say if you're fine with the way things are, okay. We'll go to the safe house. We'll get detected. I don't think any of us have a bug in us, so we'll just be put into the good group. We'll sit down, relax. They'll kill everybody here, and we'll walk out and go home. That's what the document says. Why don't we? If we're fine with that. That's okay. That's okay. Let's just go in there. Here's the thing. Why don't we get the O2, then go in, put the O2 on, and whilst they dose everyone with amnesia stuff, I'm guessing it could be a gas, we'll still remember. How are we going to sneak in oxygen tanks? They're not exactly small. You can't put them in your pocket. He's right, because they are the full PPE suits. I feel like we need to know what we want to do. And I don't think we know that. I don't think we know if we want to destroy the machines. I don't, I don't think we know if we want to kill the bugs. I don't, I don't think we know anything. I want to get into that fire and while I get the oxygen mask. We've been sitting here talking for the last 10 minutes until like, it's 1am. Dead slot comes along. And... Oh, yeah, like... No, that's the problem. <laughs> that, 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 that's the problem. Now, I agree I agree with our group, or with Francis here. We do need to have a plan. I do agree with you, J- Francis. I will point out that as you guys have been talking, time has been ticking, and you now have about ten minutes or less before the, the ARDs are set to go off. Okay. Oh, so I've got to ask one more question. And you can... In those uh, ten minutes left till the machines go off, what about the guards outside the safe house? They wouldn't be hanging around with ten minutes to go, would they? They have equipment. No. They might be. You you can see that they are all in full protective PPE. Like the these guards are in like full suits, um, with their own oxygen supplies, and they're still herding in like remainders of the of of the crowd. Um, and you can also see on the street um, that there are groups of edge troopers kind of doing sweeps around the area to make sure that there are no stragglers left. Um, so whatever it is that you guys decide that you want to do, you need to do it. Okay. You're going to need to do it soon. So Otherwise, this decisions are going to be made for play. you. I'm going to check my watch because I'm a nerd. I should be wearing a watch. Am I right? It's not on my gear. But... Yeah, only nerds wear watches. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I would say as an engineer, you probably have a watch okay. on, given your job. So I've looked at the time. I see it's now, let's say, 12.45, 12.50. I'm like, right, guys, we're going to die soon. Could I, you know, grab the key from Herman? Um, the guy who's got the key now, not Abigail. Can I just, like, grab the key and start running for the entrance? I mean, fuck you guys. If you want to sit here and die, I'm just going to run and do it. My own. Ah, uh, hell with it. Might as well go to the fire station. Okay. So is every is everybody going to the fire station? I'm going to the fire station. I mean... Ah, uh, yeah. I think, yeah, Abigail's just going to run to the fire station. Yeah, sure. Don't see okay. what good it'll do, but all right. We need the PPE. We need the oxygen. We've got ten minutes. Yeah, they're going to shoot us when they find us here, though. Like, Yeah, well, that's a bridge I'll cross when I get there. I think it's about being safe right now. Fair enough. Okay. Um, are you trying to go in stealthily at all, or are you just running? I mean, at this point, with ten minutes left, I don't just think running. they're going to... Come after us. I think we just gotta go for the oxygen now. Okay. Uh you can easily run in. You do hear edge troopers calling out to you to hey, like to stop and to come are. into the building. Uh, but as you as you surmise, they're not following you as you break into the firehouse. Well, I guess you're not really breaking in since you're using the key. Um, you use the key on the side door, and you all get into the firehouse without an issue. You do. There are edge troopers calling out after you, and one of the patrols um, has like kind of stopped outside and is calling for you to like to come out to come into the safe house. But they are not like forcing the issue. So uh, now we're in the firehouse. So we need to find the 
this looks like a good spot for a break or where we uh, we can actually stop here for tonight and then do part two tomorrow. Yeah. Hello, I am Matt, the editor of Apanda Cthulhu. If you enjoy these episodes and wish to hear more, why not support us over on Ko-fi at A Pint of Cthulhu. Thank you very much, and enjoy the pint. Hey there, my name is Soren. You can also find me at SorenG on Twitch, and at Daily Dingus and Pick of Cthulhu on Tumblr, where we'll occasionally post art about the campaign. Hello, I am Ethan. Um, if you guys want to find me outside of the podcast, I am actually a Twitch streamer by trade. I play I play variety of games on Twitch. I'm the Red Toucan, but I also upload all of those to YouTube as well, Red Toucan there, and to TikTok, Red Toucan as well. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. I go by Captain Hero Man, and you can find me playing video games on Twitch. Hi, my name's Josh. You can find all of my links at Linktree backslash joshb66 that's l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e backslash joshb66 thank you you can also find us on twitter at a pint of cthulhu that's at a pint of cthulhu you can also give us a review on your podcast app of choice thank you very much and goodbye